Welcome to Mr. Wilson's Media Literacy Podcast, Episode 3, The Language of Media. Today we will discuss the second core concept of media literacy, which you will also write down in your entry. It is this. Media messages are constructed using a creative language with its own rules. Again, that's media messages are constructed using a creative language with its own rules. This is a tricky one to understand. Let's start with understanding how any language has rules. We should all know that the English language has certain rules. You shouldn't use no double negatives, for example. Making sure your subject agree with your verb is also very important. If I was to confuse my subjunctive case, however, many people wouldn't even notice. To rationally split an infinitive has long been considered a mistake, although today most people understand that there is no reason to foolishly worry about that. Ending a sentence with a preposition is also frowned upon. However, to quote Winston Churchill, that is a rule up with which I shall not put. All right, enough grammar nerd humor. I think you get the point. There are rules we should follow in any language, though these rules can be and are broken all the time. The key is to know the rules and know when you need to follow them. The more formal the setting, the more important it is to follow the rules. Talking to your friend about another friend, you could say, he ain't no fool, he do his work. And there's nothing wrong with that. Your friend would understand you completely, and that is the whole point of language, the communication of ideas. However, if you are talking to your teacher, for example, it might be wise to keep that in mind and say, he's not a fool, he does his work. Why follow the rules in formal settings? Well, because if you don't, your teacher will or should correct you. If you broke the rules in classwork, you'd lose points. And if you broke the rules in a job interview, say, you probably wouldn't get the job. Okay, I've gotten a bit off track here. It's the old English teacher in me that can't help seize any opportunity to stress the importance of knowing the rules of language. But that's the point here, is that you don't always have to follow them, but you should always know the rules. If you want to be media literate, you need to know the rules of the language of media. What, however, is the language of media? Well, unlike other languages that are made up of words, media's language has words, but also other sounds and images. We all know the adage, a picture is worth a thousand words. Take a minute, pause this podcast, and think about what this means. A picture is worth a thousand words. Write in your entry why you think this adage might be true. Now, remember what I said the whole point of language is? The communication of ideas. We can use images and sounds to convey ideas sometimes even more effectively than we can with language. Uh, wait a minute. Hmm. Someone's knocking at my door. That's odd. It's... Pretty late at night. <clears throat> Excuse me for a second. Let me answer the door. Hello? 
It was all acting! Thank you for tuning into this little radio dramatization of Mr. Wilson Has a Scary Visitor. I hope you already understand why I included it in this podcast. By adding a few sound effects and some music, I created an effect, a feeling or image in your mind. I communicated an idea. Now, what did that music do? It created tension and implied that something kind of scary was about to happen. Simply adding music to media, whether it's in film, video, radio, or just the music itself, adds emotion and meaning. If you are in Mr. Wilson's class, you've probably learned about camera angles and how they can convey meaning as well. Extreme close-ups are emotionally intense. High-angle shots make the subject look small, submissive, or insignificant, while low-angle shots make the subject look big, imposing, or important. A montage is another commonly used technique that conveys meaning, often with little or no dialogue or words. The use of transitions in film and video signal to the audience that we are moving to a different place, time, or idea. That's why they're called transitions, after all. Advertisements use hyperbole, which is extreme exaggeration, and we all know it and accept it. Just think if they didn't. Frosted flakes, they're pretty good. Eh, just wouldn't work. Music also has rules. Just think if your favorite musician released a song that was 38 minutes long. What is this? You'd cry. Songs can't be any longer than five or six minutes. That is a rule of pop music, one that is seldom broken. There are many rules in all the different media in our lives. And just as with English, it is better to follow these rules and avoid breaking them, especially as a novice, which is a fancy word for newbie, if you didn't know before. When I taught English, I would circle incomplete sentences in my students' writing. And one day a student approached me with a novel she was reading and showed me an incomplete sentence in her book. See, Mr. Wilson? This author used an incomplete sentence in her book, and she's a professional. Exactly, I said. She's a professional and knows how to use, or should I say manipulate, language for the best possible impact. You, my dear, are a novice. If you would like to use an incomplete sentence in your writing, that's actually fine, but you should make sure you let me know you're doing it on purpose. I might agree with you that it is a good use of an incomplete sentence. On the other hand, I might make you revise it. The same holds true for video production rules. Always avoid jump cuts, I extort my students. But we see them on TV and in the movies. Yes, especially in music videos, jump cuts are often used purposely, and if you want to use a jump cut, again, make sure you let me know you're doing it on purpose. I might agree with you that it is a good use of a jump cut. On the other hand, for continuity's sake, I might make you revise it. Now, think about other rules media messages usually follow. Think about websites, music, pictures, newspapers, magazines, packaging, books, films, all those mediums we have discussed. What things do they do over and over 
that we could say is a rule in that medium. I want you to think of at least one and write about it in your entry. More is great, though don't write about more than three to allow your classmates to think of some original rules on their own. That's it for episode three. We'll be back soon with episode four with the third core concept of media literacy. Thanks for joining us on Mr. Wilson's Media Literacy Podcast. Bye.